Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Love That For You. I am Jules. I feel like we don't need to say that every time, but now I do. It's good for newcomers. Yeah, but not every week. How come we don't have like an automated introduction? We have the music. I know, but I feel like every podcast I listen to, it's like like a pre-recorded thing that like somebody just puts at the beginning. You mean pre-recorded of the episode? No. Like a pre-recorded introduction. I don't know. Like on the Skinny Confidential, it says, like, he's an entrepreneur. What a smart cookie. She's a... Yeah, but that's what they do. Not every podcast does that. Well, I feel like a lot of them have a... Yeah, I know the music intro, but I'm saying I feel like it's a lot of like... All right, fine. You win. I don't really feel like working on that at this moment. Yeah, not not another thing we need on our plate right now. No. We've got a few things going on. Yeah. A few good things. What's today? Today, when you guys are listening, is Wednesday. Um, So two days ago was our pre-launch for Together, Mm -hmm. the company that we've been talking about a lot. If you're hearing it now, then you missed pre-launch. We're Um, sorry. But you guys can follow the Instagram for updates and everything. It's just at together with the three at the last E. Um, Because there'll be a ton of updates coming and actual launch will be coming soon. And that's when the whole website will actually be live. Pre-launch was just like a discounted price. But, you know, we weren't really giving you guys a ton of stuff at that point. It just was a time for you to sign up at a discounted price um, for 24 hours. So actually, as we're recording this, um, I guess, I mean... I used to have to, when I had my uh, my old full-time job, I used to have to, like, uh, not hide, but I would say, like, oh, it was early morning or night or whatever, because that was when we were recording. But now we're recording right in the middle of the day. So it's, like, middle of the day on um, Tuesday, and pre-launch just closed, so that's obviously, like, very fresh on our minds. Um you know, I think we've I've definitely gotten some texts now that pre-launch has closed from folks saying like, hey, how was pre-launch? Excited for you guys. Um, so, Julia, how was it? It was good. You know, there we didn't know what to expect going into it. There is a lot of unknowns and a lot of unknowns for us and for you guys who are signing up. So I think um, the one thing that's hard about what we're doing is that it's not a product. So I think like explaining exactly what it is and what you're going to be getting is something that we're struggling with a little bit. But pre-launch went fine. It was good. I'm excited for everybody who signed up. And I think they're the people who signed up are really excited, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, there'll always be people signing up later. And I think the more we get into it and like for me and you, the more we like do stuff, I think it'll be just easier and different. Yeah, I think it definitely, I mean, first, just about pre-launch being yesterday, you know, going into it and actually we got together with family over the weekend and they're like, so what are you guys expecting for pre-launch? And our honest answer was we have no idea what to expect. And uh, part of that was just because like it's a new idea. It's a um, something that we hadn't fully put out yet. Like the website is not even up. So everything that we were communicating was about through like Instagram. So we hadn't had a website out relatively new idea. So we didn't know what to expect. And I think just over like the last 24 hours, there definitely was like some highs and lows. I mean, right when we put out that it was a live, um, that it was live and that members could sign up, there was like a a little bit of a rush where people started signing up. And that obviously was like really exciting to us, like made the day, like have a really good start. And then it was kind of like, oh, it's kind of drag, not dragging on, but like as the hours passed and like, you know, we would go like 
one hour where one person would sign up and then, um, you know, then it would spike and then it would go back down and then it would spike and then back down. And it was just like, I, I guess maybe us not having expectations or um, like goals aligned with that day. Like it just kind of was like, all right, now what? And, you know, I think it was, um, you know, for me, I think it was successful. We got it out. Like I was talking to somebody this morning about it and I was like, Look, the one of the biggest successes was the website went live when it was supposed to. People were able to sign up and from start to finish, the technology of it worked. Like people were able to get onto the website, sign up, make a payment, the payment was then processed and um like everything the email, worked, everything worked. Yeah. yeah. Um now whether or not like enough or as many people as we wanted, like no, it's never going to be as many as we want because we want a million people to sign up, but um you know, I think it's just kind of a definitely a humbling grounding experience. Um Yeah. And I think it gives us, you know, good ideas and good things to keep working on going forward. And as you were saying, um now I'm like going on for a little bit, but as you were saying, I actually remember when one of my cousins was explaining to me what Facebook was. Really? And this was, heck, years ago now, obviously. obviously. I was young. And um, I th so Facebook started, I think, at Harvard, and then it started to spread a little bit. And he used to live in, I think, Cambridge, maybe. Um so he was like exposed to it early and he was visiting my family and he kept talking about Facebook and having to explain it to like me, my siblings, like some of our other cousins that were there. And everybody was kind of like, oh, that's interesting. Sounds stupid. Sounds whatever. Yeah. And I said that about Instagram too. Yeah. I remember when like these I new like, things. I was like, I'm definitely would... not going to get an Instagram. Yeah, of course. And then. <laughs> You know, obviously now when you think of Facebook, everybody's like, oh, I know it like in and out and like I couldn't live without it or I couldn't live without yeah. an Instagram. And I just like say that because I think that's some of the pain that we're going through right now is articulating and being able to c clearly communicate what together is and what it will be. Yeah. Well, because we have so many visions for it mm -hmm. um, and every single month is going to be so different. And I think that is what's hard to explain for me personally. I'm like. I want to be like, oh, wait, but you don't understand. Like, this month is going to be this, but next month is going to be this. And this month, this week is going to be this. This month, this next week is going to be this. Like, mm -hmm. it's just always going to be different. And, and a lot of it down, you know, we only have a few months planned out. So we don't know what six months from now is going to look like. And we don't yeah. know what next year is going to look like. You know, we barely know what this today is going to look like. But yeah, seriously. it's kind of just like it's one of those things that's been hard for us to articulate in that way. And I think that is right now our biggest uh, setback. Yeah. But um, I think it's nice that we're talking about it here on the podcast. Honestly, a conversation for Pat and I mm -hmm. because we just think differently and we have a lot of different ideas and I get more like butthurt about things and whatever. And talking about it to you guys, it's just Pat and I in the room. But, you know, it's yeah. it's allowing us to like open up how we feel and what we're excited about. So, yeah, definitely. I think, you know, other than the texts we've received, like we haven't really talked to anybody else about it. And this is us like, I don't know, kind of being candid. Like, I think you can sense some of the frustration and whatever in our voices, but it still was a positive day. It's going to continue to grow and evolve. And like that we're excited about. But I think like right now in the moment, we're kind of like, oh, okay. 
you know, it's just like a reminder to like put our head down and keep going. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So regular launch, guys, follow the Instagram and you'll find out more about that mm-hmm. um, when the whole website is live and what you will be getting for the first month because there's a lot coming. So um, that's that. We what else? Yeah. So we actually just got back from I'm sure you guys saw all of the content on Julia's Instagram about um, a week. I was about to say weekend, but it wasn't a weekend. The trip we just did up to the Catskills. Yeah, we did a um, up cabin. in New York. Yeah, we did a little cabin. Um, actually, I saw somebody there on Instagram and it was the place we stayed was an Airbnb, but it's called the Hunter Houses. So I think it's a husband and wife and they built like three cabins in the Catskills and they rent them out. And they're just like beautifully designed and everything. And it made me want to make that a goal of mine to mm-hmm. either build something or whatever and have like a property that I can rent out. Um, but it was really cool. It was secluded. It snowed as soon as we got there, which was kind of nice because we just like set a fire and hung out. And it was very like holiday-ish. Something that I just kind of wanted to like check off my list for like this year, this winter, which is actually something we can get into when we get into the episode. But it was nice to be there. We let Willow run around outside without a leash on, which was cool. Yeah. There was no fence, so she's getting better with that. Um, and then, yeah, a lot of the stuff around there wasn't really open until Friday. Um, I don't know why it's like that, but. Well, I think the area. So there wasn't that many people like skiing either. Yeah, the area is, it's like a little um, like ski town. Yeah. So, you know, primarily on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the town is a little yeah. more busy. Um, so therefore like a lot of the bars, restaurants, stores are closed during the week. They open up on the weekend when everybody floods the town, but we were there on a Wednesday, Thursday, leave Friday morning. So we didn't get to see some of the, I guess some of the energy around the town. We just had to. Yeah. And also. The snow was nice. Yeah. It was freaking beautiful. I mean, just, so where we stayed was pretty high elevated in the mountains and from like the time we got there, I feel like we pulled into the driveway. It just started flurrying. And then yeah. it was like the time we left, it was like, oh, it stopped. And it wasn't snowing hard to the point where like it really accumulated. Yeah. Like it was just like flurrying. So there was just like a nice little light dusting. Yeah. Um, And then also, I think just being there with Willow, it was good and bad because being there with her, um, like we were pretty remote. The house we stayed at, their land backs up to state land so it's just open and so like we went out there with willow and like i just took her off the leash and let her run around and she loved it yeah but none of the bars or restaurants that we tried to go to were dog friendly so at least we didn't know i'm sure some are i'm sure some are none that we could find that would say outdoorsy area yeah and so that meant all of the meals we ate we just got food to go yeah which was fine but it you know you want to go out when you go it's yeah, like a little getaway. So we're like, oh, it'd be nice to like. The one coffee place was really good. Yeah, yeah. I think we higher grounds either, coffee yeah, or something. The coffee place we really liked. Um, just like driving and walking around the little town was nice. The food we got was fine. It was just like to go food, so it's never yeah. quite as good as when you're sitting in the restaurant eating. But yeah, yeah. And we we played Scrabble while we were up there, and I'm sad to admit, but Julia won. I didn't think I would. I'm really bad at like word games, so. Yeah, I think we were like sitting there and for some reason we were watching Netflix shows a lot there. And um We watched which Sunset. Was fine. What was it called? Selling Sunset. Selling Sunset, which and we got, like, is actually on so it. freaking good. 
And it's addicting. Yeah, it definitely just so is. so much drama. Yeah, so then whatever was the Thursday night, we were like, all right, let's just turn off the TV. We had the fire going, poured some wine, put our phones away. Let's just play a board game because the house had a bunch of board games and one of the games they had was Scrabble. Yeah, it was, it was a good little getaway. So I actually tagged it on my story, but there's so many Airbnbs up there or wherever that you could get a little getaway in. And that kind of actually brings me to our topic. Mm-hmm. Our topic today is winter, well, what do I want to call it? Um, seasonal depression. Hmm. Um, trying to get out of that, get into, you know, a mood booster, things that we do to, like, help get our, ourselves in the mood. In the um, mood, not sexually. Um, Sometimes, just out of the really. funk, which I've dealt with every single winter this happens, and this is why I've said that I don't want to uh, live somewhere that it's cold. Mm-hmm. But um, disclaimer, we are not doctors and um, we are not therapists. And I think this is more of like, you know, if you have that feeling every now and then and you just want to get out of it, this is not to like help you with your depression. Mm-hmm. So if that is the case, go see a doctor for sure. Yeah. Um, but this is just a kind of like you have a little bit of the seasonal blues and it's ruining your day. Mm hmm. How do you get out of that? Yeah. Yeah, actually, one of the podcasts I was listening to recently, the uh, the guest was being asked about, like, depression and anxiety, and he was like, look, I'm going to give you some tips and helpful things to try, but at the end of the day, if you need help, go seek help. Yeah. Like, that's the best advice. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I just want to echo that. I think Julia just said it. Like, yeah, we're not specialists. We're not experts. We're not therapists. We're not doctors. We're not yeah. that. And if the help is what you need, go get it. Yeah. Um, I think we're here to just give some ideas around things we do, like kind of on the daily, um, to just kind of help with our mood, to help try and uh, help us avoid the the seasonal depression and just kind of combat it a little bit. Yeah. Well, the first thing I was going to say um, just related me to the cabin. And obviously, you can do this on a weekend, and you can only do this if you can you know, afford to do this, but, Mm -hmm. um, booking. So I booked a trip to the cabin like a month or two ago. And I was like, I just know that like before the holidays, I'm going to want to do a little getaway. It's going to start to get really dark early. It's going to start to get lighter really late in the morning. I'm going to sleep in and it's just going to kill my vibe and my mood, which it does every single year. So I was like, I'm going to book this two night getaway. Luckily it snowed, which honestly like helped. It just kind of helped us get into the mood of like holidays and, a little getaway is kind of like a little vacation, but at the same time, it wasn't like an actual vacation. So I felt like yeah. booking something to have something to look forward to was really helpful um, in getting you out of that like seasonal funk. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think one of the things with um, like the winter months is you feel like you're like stuck. And a lot of it, you are stuck. You're just inside. You don't want to go outside because the weather's freezing it's yeah. bitter cold whatever like willow doesn't want to go outside like and we're honestly and, like not and, even there yet no we're not and, um but you do feel stuck and i think having something to look forward to is like a big um tool that you can use to like help shift your mindset away from feeling stuck and for us it definitely was um you know i think the beginning of it was going on this trip to the catskills like getting that week away or those two days away yeah I think now, now it's like, okay, that like helped kind of 
put us in a good mindset, helped kind of kicked off the winter months. Now, obviously, we have the holidays coming up. Like, that's the next thing for us to look forward to. Yeah. And then we both, Julia and I, booked trips for New Year's. Yeah. Separate trips. (laughs) We're not going anywhere together, but we booked trips separately, um, which that'll be a different episode. But, like, then it's like, okay, then we look forward to that. And then we get to January, and this is where, like, you know, our to-do list is we need to make sure we try and book something something for January because... You know, January and February are really like those the terrible months. Yeah. And we don't have anything booked for those. So it's like we, we need to have to. something. Yes. Something to look forward to. And I don't want it to be like, oh, you always have to have something to look forward to. Like, don't be in the moment, whatever. Like, that is not what we're saying here. I think because of the specific topic of like winter blues, we're like having something to be to look forward to really does help. Yeah. Um, and you can start planning for that. Like, for me, I like to plan my outfits, obviously. So that's like something I do in advance. Um, for the cabin, whether that's for the cabin or for a trip for New Year's or whatever it is. So I feel like that's just something. And it can literally be like, I'm going to drive three hours to the next state. Mm-hmm. Even, I don't know, for the day or like something. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like something you're putting money into, you know. Mm-hmm. It's easy to do. Yeah, building a little getaway. Um, Yeah, so booking a trip, booking a little day trip, booking a, you know, three-month getaway, whatever you need. <laughs> Get don't, away for the winter don't be, we're trying to Don't say. be afraid to do it. I think it'll help. Yeah. Um, so another thing that I've actually been seeing shared more and more is this idea around romanticizing your life. And I think it's like a, it started as like a TikTok thing. Yeah. Everything starts on TikTok. Yeah, it does. And I'm not exactly sure how this is like a, well, it's definitely not like a, um, only to do in like winter blues, winter mood booster. It's something to do always. And I've seen a couple um, people and a couple like brands like share stuff. And actually, earlier this morning, um, I saw this and I just was like, I just want to talk about it. And so it's this brand I follow and they just put on their story. You got to start romanticizing your life. You got to start believing that your morning commute is cute and fun, that every cup of coffee is the best you've ever had that even the smallest and most mundane things are exciting and new. You have to, because that's when you truly start living. That's when you look forward to every day. And I don't know. I think when I read that, I'm kind of like, you know, there's like two parts that I react to. I'm like, ha ha, okay, that was a waste (laughs) of my time. But when I think about that, and I've talked about on here, like I'm, I'm trying to become more and more, like conscious and aware of my thoughts and trying to like control them in better ways. And when I think about that, it is like such a good reminder to think of like the, uh, whatever I just read. Um, like, you know, when we saw the snow, when we were in the Catskills, there was something that was like so romantic about it. And what it really was, was like nothing. Like it was frozen water falling from the sky that was probably polluted and dirty, but we like, in that moment, we were able to romanticize it that made it, like, amazing. And there's so many things on, like, the daily that I don't know if we take for granted, but if we are able to, like, shift our thought to, like, intentionally be like, oh, wow, this actually is really good coffee, or, oh, this chill in the air actually feels kind of good, or... Yeah, like, Taking the act of the little moments in life like that, we were excited about the snow and taking that and being like, it's snowing. We only get this once a year, once a year, and we look forward to it the most around the holidays. And it's literally doing that when we decided to go away yeah. for the weekend. 
and it's happening. So like actually taking that moment and being like, wow, I'm romanticizing this specific moment because this is something that when I planned this, I was hoping this would happen and now it's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the the point is like finding ways to do that in your everyday. Yeah. Like not just waiting for the snow when you're on vacation, yeah. but being able to say this coffee is really hot and it's really delicious. Yeah. Like something simple like that or... I don't know. We have a pretty big, comfortable bed. Like being able to like actually feel oh, that do. warmth and like Every say night, to yourself like sleep. how good. Yeah, you do. But do you? I do. Um, good. And I wake, up, I wake up in the morning like 5 a.m. And I'm like, oh, thank gosh. It's still dark. I don't have to get up yet. It's so comfortable. Yeah. yeah and I just think there are so many um, of those like little things that we can definitely start to romanticize. And I don't know. I think it's and well. This is maybe going to shift it again. One of these other podcasts we were listening to, and we listened to it together. And the guy, somebody asked him, like, um, how do you downplay when you get really mad or really frustrated or somebody says something mean to you? And he's like, look, I'm going to be blunt with you. We're all going to die. I literally can't stop thinking about that since we listened to it. Yeah, I know. But it's like. Me neither. Yeah. And one of his things is like, what if this is your last cup of coffee? What if this is the last podcast you ever listen to? What if this is our last time recording this? And he gave the example. He was like going into this podcast recording. He was like, yeah, I'm not really in the mood. I don't really want to do this. It's been a long morning. And then he's, he like had his moment where he's like, but what if this is my last time recording this podcast? And he said, he's like, I'm a Christian man. I had this thought. So I immediately like took a step back, said a prayer in my head, said, please, God, like, give me the energy to go into this podcast. Give me the knowledge to say what I want to say, like the motivation to get done what I want to get done. And he's like, it completely changed how he thought going into that podcast recording. And I don't know. I just think the idea of being able to intentionally romanticize like the little things, the little moments in your day to day, not only will help you during the the winter blue months, but in general improve like the quality yeah, of your definitely life. Definitely make a difference in like the quality of life. It's it's hard to do. Definitely hard to do. Yeah, I mean, I really like that one. I think it's one that like also a lot of people we talk about, and it's for me like I'm speaking to myself here. It's like really hard to put that into use mm-hmm. in my day to day because you hear something like that, like this episode and that episode we listen to, and then you're like, okay, I'm gonna like really work on that and try, and then you get into the actual moment of being like, I need to romanticize this or i need to like change my thoughts and you're like i don't care (laughs) you're just like it's hard well i think it's you're like i'm frustrated so i don't want to do that yeah it's hard but you've and i'm looking and like talking to you but you've done it with so many things in your life just like everybody out there all the listeners right now like you've done it you just don't realize you're doing it how many of us have said um i want to lose 10 pounds I want to get in better shape before my wedding day. I want to do this or I want to do that. Like we've set these goals and then we just go out and do it. And like, it doesn't matter if it's what we want to be doing or what we like think is right. But we listen to these people who are experts, which the guy on this podcast I'm talking about was, Yeah, he is an expert. So when he says, try these things, it'll help you get in a better mood. Try these things. It'll help you live a more fulfilled life. Like don't question it. Just try it. And like, you know, the same way, like when a doctor says do this, like we don't like usually now during COVID, we all second guess doctors, but 
like we don't usually second guess doctors about like we trust them we trust the science we trust their schooling blah 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 yeah like this advice from that guy is like the same level of like education like this is he's built his life around this so mm-hmm. like you know don't sell yourself Why short say you the guy in the episode yeah his well his name uh it's ed something ed right? Milet. yeah and he does his own podcast he's i mean he's a super famous guy he's a um, motivational. motivational speaker. He's a life coach. He casually drops that um, he's saved over a hundred million dollars uh, in his bank account, like Before. in episodes. Like, like he, yeah, he's just. Yeah. But a lot of his points like and like Robbins. what he does is, yeah, it's super motivational. Like, you know, we listened to his episode on the Skinny Confidential. If you yeah. guys want to find that, it was like a few weeks ago. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's a good episode. Really good. So, um. All right. So another thing. Oh, I guess you, you have know. one. Well, I was just going to read one of yours. Okay. I was going to steal one of yours and take Got my it. own credit Go for ahead. it. Um. Well, actually, I'll add one in because I don't see um one that you have down about getting active. I think I maybe have that, but yeah, you could take it. <laughs> like well, exercise, I think I yeah, think exercise. Um, and this is like. I don't know, at least in my world, I feel like always talked about every podcast I listen to, everything I book, I read every LinkedIn article I see or something. It's always like the benefits of working out, the benefits of moving your body. How many influencers do you see now who are like, wake up and go for a walk or mm-hmm. do this? I feel like I see it so many times. Definitely and a I feel like I'm booster. Yeah. And I feel like I'm like just reiterating what people have already said, but it's so important. And I do think it's a big thing for you and I. And like, I'm at a point now where I'm working out five or six days a week and it's wake up, go to the gym. Mm -hmm. So it's like putting me, like I'm working out and then I think the rest of the day, it's putting me into a better mindset, like a better all around mood. Yeah. And maybe the flip side of that being you, somebody who's... I mean, you're working out, but it definitely hasn't been as much as I think you'd like it to be. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sticking to my like solid core classes and I'm only doing it like one to two times a week because it's far from here. But um, for me, I think right now, like even going for walks are a big thing. And what I, I a lot of people are like, oh, it's cold. I don't want to go, blah, blah. And that's obviously an excuse because I feel like even when I say that, oh, it's cold. I don't want to go. You bundle up, put your coat on. And it, I feel like I like to have like my face open mm-hmm. so I can feel the cold on my face and I like to be bundled so I'm warm everywhere else and then you go for a walk and like truly the fresh air the smell of it the feel of it all of it just helps it just it's like you're in the earth you're grounded whatever yeah um and something I when I did therapy when I was like 18 I'll just always remember my one therapist telling me that she was like if you feel a panic attack coming on, which is a little bit different than what we're talking about, but if you feel like the anxiety and the stress splash your face with like really cold water and it like actually like shocks your body. So it just kind of like trains your thoughts into like thinking something different. Um, it never worked for me when I would have like actual panic attacks. At that point, it was just like kind of too late. But something where you're just yeah. like in a bad mood, um, you're about to have like really like bad thoughts or whatever, splash your face with cold water or go outside in like the freezing cold kind of just like shocks your body into like into being like okay like a reset almost yeah yeah well i think that feeling of like the cold water on your face is like oh 
I'm human. It's yeah. cold. I feel that. Yeah. That's like, I think like another thing that a lot of people say is like when you're feeling in a funk, whether you're depressed or whatever, like mental um, you're experiencing is like, think about your five senses and what is it like, go deeply. Like, what am I actually seeing? What am I actually feeling? What am I smelling? What am I tasting? And like the act of like splashing the cold water on your face is like, shocking your body like i'm feeling that and i'm glad i'm feeling that because that's keeping me out of feeling what i'm putting into my head yeah like it's like a different thing julia's just voice cracked she's finally hitting puberty so here we go okay um and actually the ed Milet um guy that i just mentioned is a huge like you know however you're feeling get up move your body and he always says, he's like, you know, that can be anything from going and working out, like going to the gym for an hour, which is like the extreme of it, right? Like that's like the big movement all the way down to, um, he's like, you know, just stand up and do 20 jumping jacks, uh, get down on your hands yeah. and knees and do 10 push ups. If you just want to masturbate, that's enough. Like that's enough Move movement. Something. Turn on your favorite comic and just laugh. Like any type of movement is going to help you feel better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which i'm giving the finger right now to julia <laughs> that's his that's his that's my movement she gave me a dumb look <laughs> um yeah okay let's move on that was a good one we're just kind of spitballing some other ones furry friends oh willie honestly yeah, not everyone has a pet but mm-hmm. if first of all if you do i feel like that is such good therapy for a quick second you go you snuggle with your dog it's always good if not, go to PetSmart. Yeah. <laughs> if not, just get a dog. <laughs> go to a neighbor's dog. Look up dogs on YouTube. <laughs> uh, they're always happy. They're always happy to see you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just was one I wanted to throw in there because I was like. There's something so innocent about yeah. the love from a pet. And I think it's something we are learning whether we love it or not about Willow. So I think Willow right now is probably 105, 110 pounds, like a big girl and loving beyond belief (laughs) and putting that lightly. all the time. She is 100% a COVID animal that wants to be around, wants attention, wants to be in your face 100% of the time (laughs) to the point where sometimes Julia and I get frustrated with it. Yeah. But, But it is just so innocent when... Anytime we see her, her booty starts shaking, her tag's tail is wagging, She's so and excited. she just is so excited, and it's like... It could be like not seeing us for 10 minutes. Less. <laughs> it could be like not seeing us for two minutes. Yes. And open the door, and she would... she'd be excited. It's like, I don't know, it's amazing. Yeah. But it, it is... That makes you... Even us talking about it, it's like has a smile. Yeah, makes you feel happy. Wait, speaking of that, people... I don't know where I heard this, but like maybe like therapists and people would always say like... If you're in a sad mood or a bad mood and you actually just start to smile, even if you don't, even if it's a fake smile, you will automatically. Yeah. <laughs> you will automatically feel happier. Hmm. <laughs> I think it's it- true. It's hard to like force yourself to smile when you're not happy. But if you just start doing it, then you will feel better than you did before. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever done that, but. Next time I'm pissed off, I need you to tell me. Just be like, Sorry, hey, just fork, fork, force a fake smile. Because then you'll start laughing because it's like funny. It. And you'll just be like, whatever you were thinking about before isn't that bad. Yeah. It's not that bad. Yeah. 
And earlier I was doing that thing with the, what Ed Milet said was like, just think about your thought and what you're frustrated about and then think about, is this going to matter when we're all dead? Is that what you're going to care about when you're dying? And no. the answer is no. And I am more of a, I'm like a realist in the sense where I'm like, but it matters right now. And I yeah. get that because I am like that. But when you're in a better mood and you're thinking about it and you're like, no one cares and no one's going to care and this doesn't matter. Yeah. So. I, I actually think that. How we got that, there from yeah. Pets, but. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> what? Never mind. Um, one thing I've been doing. Actually, you should answer this. Tell me if mm. you think this has helped. I got a gratitude journal. It actually just came in the mail. The one that's like, I think it's, I forget what it's called. Hmm. Is it called gratitude journal? I'm not sure. Um, I got it from Urban Outfitters. You guys have probably seen it all over. And it's like, you're supposed to wake up in the morning and you write what you're grateful for, what you hope for, and like positive affirmations. And then at night you write good things that happened that day, something that could have made the day better. I've been doing it. I have not been doing it every day because I haven't been taking it with me everywhere, but I have been doing it a lot. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. I feel like I'm trying to force myself to write in it every day, which is a good thing because it's the thing I do like about it is that I'm like, okay, I can't do any work. I can't do anything until I do this. So it's yeah. like stopping me from like immediately starting work that day, which I think is a positive. I don't know if it's like helped my mindset yet, which maybe I haven't been doing it long enough. What do you think? I don't know. Yeah. I think, I mean, listen, that's somebody that a lot of, that's something that a lot of people recommend. They recommend doing, you know, the daily journal, the daily um, gratitude, whatever. I mean, it's that nice that like. I can write down what I'm grateful for, and then I'm like, oh, like that's a nice part about it. Yeah, but, but I do think it it's kind of like a person by person basis. If because for me, like I don't think that really works for me. Like I kind of have different approaches to gratitude. Um, I think gratitude is very important i think gratitude is hugely important for like helping shape mindset and for a lot of people that means writing a journal like what you're doing i don't know if that's right for me and you know it's not like oh i can say like oh i've noticed such a difference in you like i haven't obviously i think it's more about have you noticed a difference in which i honestly have not i think i've noticed a difference in the things that i said like i'm happy that i'm not starting work immediately as soon as i wake up it's like i train my brain to be like this has to be done first it's kind of like do this or can't do anything else mm-hmm. so i like that part about it um but i think yeah my point in bringing it up is i think a lot of people could really find good use out of it because it's like it's just a way to start your day and a way to finish your day because you're supposed yeah. to do it sometimes i forget at night but you're supposed to do it in the morning and then right before you go to bed and it's like you know yeah attitude. Yeah, I think it's definitely useful to kind of get you into a mindset of like, let me think big picture. Let me think what I'm grateful for, what I'm thankful for. Um, And being intentional about taking the time out to do it is, I think, the big value of the journal. Like it's forcing you to do it, not just because if you don't like put it in your routine to do the journal, you're not going to take the time to think about that stuff. Yeah. Do you have any others? Hmm. I had one where we can put together, but. What would it be? It was just like wake up early and healthier diet. But it's something we kind of talk about a lot anyway. Yeah. Um, waking up early because it's dark out early mm-hmm. is like I think for you it's been – for some reason you do this more when it's like dark in the morning versus the summertime. Yeah. But like you're going to the gym at like 6.30 in the morning because you're, you're awake and you're like, all right, I'm just going to get up and go instead of like yeah. staying in bed. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think – 
eating healthy, especially starting after the holidays, I would like to do it now, but I feel like we haven't really been in like a great routine with that. Yeah. Um, that's something that I also think just overall can boost your mood in general. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, whether it's like seasonally, like we're talking about, or I think those are two things like forever and always like being aware of what you're eating, drinking, sleeping, fitness, whatever health, like definitely things that can help with all around mood. Um, you know, the the wake up early thing for me has been weird because I have been waking up way too early. Well, we've been going to bed really early. Yeah. Um, I think you fell asleep at nine o'clock last night. So. Yes. Which meant I was in bed by 830. Yeah. But yeah, I think doing those things definitely can help. I think, you know, the other two things I would say is, you know, um, like, don't be afraid to have a little fun, make a new drink, try yeah. a little new recipe, like, you know, try some of the smaller things. You don't need to do anything big. Um, and then the last thing is like, just don't be so hard on yourself. Like what you're feeling is what you're feeling for a reason. So embrace those feelings. Think about them. Be grateful for those feelings because they are feelings you're still feeling. Um, you know, a lot of it I think is induced by like, you know, the, the snowball, the avalanche effect of some negative thinking and then it gets worse and worse and, you know, bigger and, and bigger as it goes down. Um, but don't be so hard on yourself. Try and block out those negative thoughts. You know, do the daily affirmations. Remind yourself the positive things because, I mean, you're here. You're listening. That means you've gotten through a lot, you know, leading up to this point and you will continue. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like that is all we have for today, honestly. We have, we're like in our heads pretty busy with a lot. Well, that's the end of the episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, if you haven't gone, follow Julia, follow me on on Instagram. Um, follow Love That For You podcast. Check out together. Let Lots us know your check thoughts. Out. Check it all out. Leave, Leave us reviews. Review. Like, subscribe, comment, all forward stuff. message <laughs> stuff, backslash. Yeah, all of it to hashtag. Uh, help us continue all the stuff that we're doing for you guys. So. We love you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. See you, everybody.